You're listening to Give Yourself Some Leeway with me, your host, Eugene Lee. I've spent the last four years trying to discover how to break the burnout cycle. And as a high achiever in a fast-paced world, it's very easy to slip into the old habits that leave you feeling overwhelmed and left behind. And if you're anything like me, then you need to hear this. It's not your fault. Each episode is dedicated to breaking the stigma around mental health in the workplace, ending burnout culture for good, and the action steps that you can take today to do your part towards personal growth and success. And I'm so happy that you are here today. I've heard a lot, especially of the past maybe two years, of this concept of quiet quitting. And synonymous to burnout, people don't often like to talk about quiet quitting. They see it as, sometimes they see it as this smart move that they can make, that they can stay secure in their job, but do the minimum, the bare minimum required, without making it overly known that they're not happy where they are, or that they have thoughts of possibly resigning. And they say, look, if I can just stick this out and do the bare minimum and not take on any extra duties or responsibilities and just, you know, ride the wave and see how long it lasts until everything hits the fan and then I'll look for a new job or then I'll find what my new exciting purpose is. And this has such a negative impact. It's such a self-sabotaging behavior that we often justify because it seems like it's a safer card to play rather than to put yourself out of your comfort zone and look for that new opportunity that drives you to become a better version of yourself, to grow in your career, maybe get a new skill set. Sometimes it's easier to stay in that comfort zone and quietly quit and see how long it lasts. This has such a negative impact, not only on the company, I mean, I think there's this, yeah, there's a recent study that showed that quiet quitting costs the global economy $9 trillion per year as a a result of a drop in productivity and high employee turnover rates as a result of quiet quitting in the end. But more so than just the global economy being affected by $9 trillion. Quiet quitting has this impact on your mental and physical health as well. So I just want to touch base on that. How does quiet quitting affect your personal growth and your personal well-being? Well, if you stop striving to learn and grow in your role, or maybe there is no longer an opportunity to grow in that role, but we'll get to that in a minute. But if you feel that you've made this decision where I'm just going to do the bare minimum and I'm not going to progress in this role and I'm going to see how far it takes me until, okay, maybe I do have to move on. But for for now, I'm just going to do the bare minimum. Well, that's a stagnation in your skill set because if you're actively disengaging from your role, you're probably not help of reaching a handout to help others in your team or 
suggesting new alternatives and taking initiative and going to your to your manager to your leader and by not putting yourself forward you're actively stagnating yourself in that role you're not giving yourself opportunities to find development and growth maybe it's what you're looking for but by taking that choice and quiet quitting those opportunities may never come up Another thing, when you stagnate in that role, when you're quietly quitting and not taking those opportunities, you're no longer motivated because you feel that you're not, especially, especially as a high achiever, you feel that you're not getting that job satisfaction that you once had. And you're by doing the bare minimum every day, you feel like you're not giving it your all. And for me, not having that sense of achievement leads to even more stress at the end of the day and the negative impact of stress on your physical mental and emotional well-being high levels of chronic stress leads to burnout at the end of the day that that puts you in that downward spiral sometimes quiet quitting is kind of like that silent saboteur that leads to your burnout and you justify it, you justify it by saying, well, because I'm so burnt out, I'm going to set a boundary by how much work I'm going to do today. And you justify quiet quitting as a result. But long term, if you decide to quiet quit in your role, it's going to have an impact on your self-worth, on your self-esteem. You're going to feel undervalued in the work that you do because you know that you're taking an active decision in not showing up at your best. And as a result, it can strain relationships not only with your manager and with your team, but it can strain your personal life as well because you know if you're not showing up at your best, it, you may not be having that conversation with your significant other or with your family that you know, I'm, I'm quietly quitting my job. You're just going to see how long you can ride that wave and see how far it gets you. And yes, there are so many ways that we can justify it in ourselves that we think that quiet quitting is the right thing to do because maybe you feel that you're just not getting that recognition at work. And if you're not being recognized, I mean, why, why put in the extra effort if no one is going to appreciate it? Or maybe you feel that your company is broken in some way, or your team is broken, and they're not doing the, the they're not taking the, putting the rifle forward, and you, you just feel like everything is going to hit the fan. So you think it's pointless trying so hard when you feel that the system around you is broken. So you just take a step back and justify that, okay, if I, if I stop working so hard, when, when the system is fixed, then I'll step back in and I'll start working hard. But until then, I'm, I'm just going to take a step back and do the bare minimum and not help out with extra duties. Maybe you feel that there's no longer opportunity for growth in your role or in your company. So you think, why should I invest all my time and energy into this job if, if there's no room for growth for me? Sometimes maybe it's a toxic environment. Maybe you feel hostility within your team. 
or within your role, within your department, and you feel that why should I, why should I put my head up when I'm only going to receive abuse or I'm going to receive resistance from from my teammates? Maybe I should just keep my head down and just get through the day without drawing attention to myself. We tend to justify these behaviors because we feel it's instead of putting ourselves out of our comfort zone or raising a hand when something doesn't feel right because we don't want to be put on the spot quite quitting actually has a much more negative impact on our lives than we tend to than we tend to realize and it's not until it's too late until we are overwhelmed by that feeling of stagnation of disengagement and ultimately it takes effect on your self-worth and self-esteem because you've taken a step back from your role and you're like okay well what am i worth now i've always valued myself based on my sense of achievement and putting myself forward for 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 responsibilities and duties and by taking a step back am i showing up as my true self What behaviors or what actions can we take to overcome these negative impacts that quiet quitting has not only on us, but on our teams and our companies? Sometimes you just need to take a step back. Again, this comes back to self-awareness, self-compassion and self-care. Take a step back and reflect on yourself. Why are you so dissatisfied in your role? Is it aspects of the work culture in the workplace, the workplace environment? Are there workplace relationships with your colleagues, with your management that are problematic in some way? Maybe you need to open up the lines of communication have a have a hard conversation with your manager or with your team to say how you truly feel and that doesn't have to be a, a highly a, a emotional emotional conversation you have to again see from their side as well it it's very easy when you're stressed and burnt out and overwhelmed to blame the company or blame the management but they're humans as well and maybe they don't realize Maybe they're under a lot of stress and pressure as well, and they don't realize the impact that it's having on their team. If you can have an open conversation with your manager, with your teammates, and see how everyone truly feels, do they feel out of their depth? Do they feel like they need to take a step back? Is everyone on your team quite quitting? And have that conversation and see if you're on the same page when it comes to your concerns, your feelings, your goals within the company, is there opportunity for growth? Is there, how can you in best invest your time and your energy into your role, both for the growth of the company and for the growth of yourself as an individual? Have those clear expectations going into that conversation because if you discover in that conversation that the company no longer has the same values 
in terms of your personal growth and the company's growth or maybe they are expecting too much of you and you know that you can't meet those expectations realistically and they're not open to negotiating a better a better plan for you maybe then it's time to explore other solutions instead of quietly quitting and staying in a role that completely demotivates you and leaves you feeling underappreciated then maybe it's time to reevaluate your career goals where do you see yourself in the next 5 years in the next 10 years do you see yourself quiet quitting in the same role where you feel completely demoralized or underappreciated for the next 5 years 10 years or do you see yourself actually helping another company to grow a company that appreciates you and recognizes you recognizes you for your skill set while it's so easy to stay in the comfort zone and not pursue those opportunities it negatively taxes you in so much so much other ways when you think that by doing the bare minimum you're doing the best for yourself but the stress and the negative self narrative that you tell yourself in at the end of the day that you're not achieving your best but you're only doing it because you feel underappreciated rather than looking for that opportunity where you will be appreciated for your skill set where you can increase your skill set by stepping out of your comfort zone and embracing growth looking for new opportunities for your personal and professional development maybe you can start by building a strong network maybe on on linkedin or on facebook groups of other professionals who you know want to stay informed about other potential job openings in your sector or maybe you want to try out a new career I think the most important part instead of quiet quitting you should leave on the best terms with that company to maintain that relationship rather than slowly slipping into a state of quiet quitting and building resentment towards that company or towards your team towards your manager it's better to exit gracefully do it professionally and just give enough notice and ho- make sure that you know everyone is on the same page that you're leaving from an understanding place that look maybe you've just outgrown the role and that's all well and good and it's time for you to move on while leaving your best work behind you and looking forward to a potentially a potentially positive yeah positive career growth looking forward for positive opportunities i mean i can only again speaking from my own experience when it was it was a big leap for me to to leave my old job and start a new career it was so out of my comfort zone it was leaving behind everything that i that i knew for a completely new completely new department completely new career 
and starting from scratch again, it's not a decision to make lightly. But if you feel stuck, I knew that quiet quitting was not uh, an option for me because I knew that as a high achiever, if I, if I knew I wasn't achieving my best, the guilt would eat me from inside and would only negatively impact my health even more. So instead of quiet quitting, try telling yourself this. I recognize my worth. I know that I am valuable and capable and I have unique strengths and talents. I deserve a job where my skills and contributions are recognized and appreciated. Next, make sure that you prioritize your well-being. Because if you don't put your physical and mental well-being first, if you don't prioritize self-care, then you can't maintain the healthy work-life balance that you need to show up at your best, both in your personal life and in your professional life. If you don't take care of yourself first, you can't show up at your true potential. Always make sure that you set goals, set clear goals. Or as, as my friend Jules always says, Jules Sue always says that making clear goals, sometimes goals doesn't work, but having a clear vision of where you see yourself and taking small steps towards that vision is sometimes more helpful than setting goals and having a to-do list of tick boxes. So have a clear vision of where do you see yourself in five years? Where are you now? And what steps do you need to take in order to be that person in five years' time? It's one thing to visualize this and to write it all down. But often we overconsume the knowledge, but we never take action. So take a minute to write out a clear vision of what you want. Where are you now? And what steps can you take, even starting today? What's the first step you can take towards that vision? Remember to practice self-compassion, self-awareness, having that reflection first, becoming aware of why is it that you want to quiet quit? Are, are you quiet quitting? Are you aware that you're quiet quitting? Then self-compassion. It's okay to have moments of doubt. It's okay to have these moments of frustration. But you need to be kind and understand yourself. And recognize that this is your opportunity to take steps to improve your situation. And adopting a growth mindset. Embracing change despite your previous efforts. you can still consider new opportunities, consider a new job opportunity. Maybe your current, your current job no longer aligns with the values that you have now. Maybe they did at first, but your, your, your career goals and values can change over 5, 10, 15, 20 years. 
and maybe they no longer align. And that's okay. Maybe it's time for you to move on and look for that new career opportunity. Change is a natural part of life. And often it leads to new and very fulfilling experiences. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and hopefully it helps you realize some of the self-sabotaging behaviors that are holding you back, both in your personal life, in your relationships, or maybe in your career. If you want to dive deeper, you can always reach out to me at giveyourselfsomeleeway.com. On Instagram, shoot me a message at eugene.leeway or send me an email, eugene at leeway.ie. Thank you, and I really hope that you got a lot from this conversation. Until next time, take care. Thank you.